everybody. Welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you to today's episode. If this is your first time joining us, I want to say thank you so much for joining me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you are returning, I want to say thank you so much for coming back and taking the time out to listen to what I have to say. Um, and when I have a guest, listen to what we have to say. So that's why you get we and us. Um, anyway, so today... Uh, I want to start off by thanking my sponsors. Thank you to Divine Nubian Essentials. If you guys have not tried Divine Nubian Essentials, I urge you to do so. It is amazing on your skin and hair. Um, DivineNubianEssentials.com. They deliver products all over the world and they are all naturally made. And um, yeah, I just love them. God, are you kidding me? I am getting a tattoo coming up and this stuff works amazing on healing my tattoos. My tattoos heal like five times faster than me doing it with just that normal other stuff that they suggest. And I'm not going to name the name because again, I don't get paid for sponsorship by them. <laughs> Anyways, also want to thank uh, Education by Collins, um, Collins Resource Education Management. Um, email is education at collinserm.com and they are amazing if you need help in healthcare and you are trying to navigate uh, passing a test or even just learning how to study better for school and I mean healthcare wise and also other stuff too because I really truly believe that the tips that uh, Collins Education Resource Management offer you are legit helpful in not only healthcare related education, but also in education in general, kind of you're learning how to learn pretty much. Um, so I think that is also great. And also thank you so much to um, Victoria Thompson, and I'm still trying to get her on the show. We, our schedules just are colliding, but thank you to Victoria Thompson and her business on Unapologetically Beast. I am just in love with Unapologetically Beast, the whole concept of it and what she has to offer. My husband and I bought matching t-shirts, talking about we're just winging this shit because honestly, every day we wake up is God's gift and it's us creating ourselves over and over again. But every day I always say I'm winging this shit on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so, so much my husband starts to say it. So that's why we got matching t-shirts. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so thank you to all the sponsors, uh, Kingdom Restoration. We are trying to link up with Sabrina Cowan again so that we can set up another homeless event. Um, the last one went out really great and I would love to do another one with her. Um, unfortunately, we're in two different cities, um, so but hey, we'll, we'll see what happens and we'll make it work. But anywho, those are some of my dear sponsors that are also dear friends of mine, and I just wanted to give them a shout out as well. Um, thank you again to everyone who has been so supportive. So um, listening to the show, giving feedback. I appreciate you so much. Uh, one of the things I want to offer is that if anyone is a writer, if you write poems or you got a blog, you got something to say, reach out to me. Um, I'm starting to put together a blog section of the website. And if you haven't visited the website, please do. It is thesoulfuleclectic.com. And so 
that's one of the things I'm starting to do is put together a blog and I will be starting to sell t-shirts too um, as well. So please check us out and see what you like. But anyway, the reason I am here today is to have a conversation with everyone. So today's conversation is definitely going to be something that's different. It's just something that I've been experiencing lately um, as we are navigating life's changes, as we're growing and changing ourselves and, and actually reinventing ourselves, right, on some levels. But um, one thing that I was thinking about and processing, actually just today again, so that's why I said, let me do a show on this one, is communication. So I know we've talked about communication in the past and how it looks when it's with our friends, with this family, whether it's relationship, communication looks different depending on who you're talking to, right? And how we navigate that conversation depends on the time of day, how we're feeling, our perception, all these things. Was it an email, text message, memo, a plethora of ways to communicate, right? And since today's in 21st century, a lot of our communication is electronic. A lot of perceptions and, and things get missed and misconstrued based on where we are during the time we're actually reading the text message, memo, whatever, email, whatever, right? So um, actually today, it was, this one was uh, based off of conversation. So I'm standing there and I'm, you know, talking back and forth with not only my dad, my dad, if um, no one, if you're not in my circle, you may not know, but my dad came to live with us for a short period. He has to have prostatectomy, uh, removal of his prostate. So we figured it'd be better if he did it here while he was with us. That way we can help him heal. Um, he's moved here from South Carolina just for temporary reasons. But anyways, so navigating conversations, right? I had to mention that because my my dad's part of that whole conversating, you know, communicating piece too. But um, so yeah, so I'm here with my husband and we, we've been trying to maintain open communication and learning how to communicate better um, or more effectively with one another. I can't say our communication has been terrible because it's never been terrible, but we can definitely always plan to improve, especially as we are both growing and changing and evolving um, as we age. Uh, so definitely want to keep changing how we communicate with we, with each other because it changes as we are growing, right? So um, yeah, so I was sitting in the kitchen and I see my, my husband's cooking. My husband cooks 90% of the time. And um, I know one of the things that we've been battling is spending time together and engaging with one another and being purposeful in that engagement. And so I, you know, purposely took the time out. Um, first and foremost, I spent time talking to my dad because I've been working since he's gotten here. It's been two weeks, um, which is why this episode is coming out late. But um, I told you, been busy. Um, but yes, it's been two weeks since he's been here. So I purposely stopped myself and went out and had a conversation with him for a few moments. And then, you know, my husband came out of his office because he's got some work to do. So now I went into the kitchen to kind of help him cook and stuff. So um, we're cooking and doing things. And, you know, uh, I see he's trying to tr make the broth. Um, we make our own vegetable broth from, you know, scraps and things like that. We freeze them. And then at the end of the week or whenever we have enough of the vegetable scraps, we'll make a vegetable broth. 
Um, so he's making homemade beans and things like that. So he was making the broth and he, you know, we, 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 I know it sounds, it's going to sound strange. We only have two big pots in my house. Okay. Um, try to keep it down to a minimum, but, um, so he was actually using both of them. So we had to transfer the juice, the, the broth from one so he can reuse the pot. So he was sitting there and he was trying to figure it out. So here I interject and it's like, how about I do that and you can finish doing something else. And so he began to explain to me what it is that he was trying to do. And I was like, yeah, I got that. I, you know, which was transfer the juice. So he got only the juice so that he can get rid of the remnants of the, the vegetables that was there. Cause he didn't need the remnants. He just needed the broth. And I knew that. And so he was like, yeah, but I just need to find a pot or something to put this in because it's big. And, you know, I said, I got that. I said, if you want me to handle that, I can do that and do, you know, whatever. But then he went in to further deeply explain that whole situation. And I just like, you know what? Okay, you go ahead and do it. So what I did was I went and got him the inside of, of our pressure cooker and said, here, how about you use that? and go ahead and drain it and so he's like oh, okay thank you that's what I was trying to explain to you that I was looking that's in looking for something for you to put it in and I was like yeah I got that and I was trying to help you because I already knew what you were trying to do and I knew where I was going to go so I was trying to alleviate that so you know communicating those pieces and it was like geez all of that just to transfer. So I'm, I'm processing in my head, how could that have gone better? How could this not go to him extra mansplaining me what he was going to do? Because he definitely was mansplaining, um, even though he does not see it that way. It was some definite mansplaining there. Um, but yeah, so um, we, we, we did, you know, so we, we got that situated. So now the pot on the strain that we have is a pasta strainer it goes into the big pot so that we can strain the you know pull the pasta out you know everybody who cooks know what a pasta strainer but it, it has holes on and a handle and it fits right into the big pots right so I said okay so he put it in the other pot and you know it has holes and I can visualize what's going to happen he's going to pour it and most of the stuff the broth is going to leak out the other holes so I stop and I said can I interject for one moment I said, how about we do this a different way so that you don't splatter and lose a lot of your broth while you're pouring it? And he's like, well, the whole purpose is because I was going to squeeze out the rest and, you know, of the, the juice from the remnants so that I don't lose anything. I said, I got that. I said, I know what you're going to do. I said, um, and sometimes I feel like he forgets that I cook too. Um, that's another sidebar. But anyways... So I, you know, put it in there and I said, okay, how about we, he did, you know, because then he's like, well, what are you going to use? And I was like, <laughs> okay. So I got the large strainer, right? It's not the regular colander. It's the little handheld one, the micro one. So I hung it over the, the, the pot and I'm like, okay, here we go. I said, now just pour it in. And I said, he's like, it's not big enough to collect. I said, babe, it's going to work. And so he did, he was like, oh, and then I put the other pot in a big bowl because I said, now you take the remnants and put it in here. And he was like, but I want the juice from there. I'm like, I got it, got it. I said, but I'm going to put it over another pot and that way you can squeeze it out and it drains and you can collect all the juice. And he was like, oh, 
but I didn't. I was like, I got it. So it's like, how do you communicate better in those kind of situations? Because all I really wanted to do was, one, be in, be present and be there with him while he did this stuff and, you know, share in the moment, like, you know, be there. And two, you know, help where I see, okay, that, you know, let me help you with that situation because I see that it might make a mess or whatever. So, you know, it's just those kind of things to communicate back and forth. And it's like, wow, that whole situation, I'm like, this took a lot because I'm like, I we're saying the same things, but, you know, I, I just feel like he, it's not really listening and I, and, and I thoroughly heard what he was saying and I processed it and I'm like, okay, this is what I did not know what I need to do. So maybe I need to communicate the answer. I don't know. So let's put it out there. If y'all have an idea, y'all let me know. But I, you know, have y'all ever had that where communication is like you, you're, you're ah, here it is. You're over communicating. That's it over communication because we feel like we need to explain every moment we all come with a bunch of triggers and and things from past relationships and I think we tend to over communicate different things to make sure that we don't offend or um, miscommunicate or misread a situation so I'm constantly feel like I'm in a therapy session what I heard you say is this and how I perceive this information was this so that's kind of where all that goes I feel like that's what a lot of the conversation leads to and I feel like to me it's starting to take away from I don't know the autonomy of being in a relationship like I'm so used to kidding and joking and you know having a good time and I find like now a lot of the things that I would normally say and joke about is being taken in a whole different light it's like I have to explain certain terminologies that I use and why do I use it or be be um or have it communicated back to me like that, that you know what that means you know how that makes me feel I'm like oh my gosh I've always said this to you now it's an issue um, so I have to find that I'm really picking and choosing my verbiage differently now in communicating. And um, it's different. It's different. So, uh, yeah. So, like, when I say over-communicating, that's what I mean. It's like now we've, we've gotten to the point where basic conversation leads to overthinking different things. And I think that has to do with the triggers that we all experience and the traumas that we've all gone through because we feel like we have to explain everything that we do and um I don't know if anyone else is in that type of situation but I love to hear how you feel about it and where does it take you when it comes to having conversations with um your spouse because I find it more with us as a in a relationship because we we won't, don't want to hurt each other's feelings and we want to make sure our own feelings is being communicated effectively um, and heard effectively by the other one. So I think that's where I see it a lot. Um, but I also try to take it out of that too because I see that in my work environment, I'm using those same communication skills. Not that I haven't before, but I think now I'm paying more attention to it. I'm more perceptive to those conversations that we have um, and how other people communicate with others myself included um so I find that I'm really 
hyper-focus on how people say things and notice when um, things are being corrected or, or not the room not being read effectively before someone communicates. So there's a lot of been, I've been focusing on a lot of that lately with uh, regarding communication and how it's being perceived, especially now in 21st century where everything has got to be politically correct when we say things to individuals and how a lot of us who are in the black and brown community are facing micro and macro aggressions with either being overt or covert um, in those aggressions that a lot of us are facing on the day-to-day activity. So I find that communication um, can be quite a strain on a day-to-day basis. So much that some days I just don't want to talk to anyone because it's like, damn, I don't want to have to explain myself to this one about what I'm doing or why I'm doing it or explain to a student why they need to do X, Y, and Z. Can't they just see why they need to do it because it's part of the curriculum. I need to explain it. Explaining to coworkers different things. So, you know, some days now communication becomes such a headache because you have to be conscious about what you're saying, how you're saying it, the tone that you're using, the vernacular you're using. It's just begun to be a work. You're working every day um, kind of thing. And sometimes I just don't want to. And I, I know there's other people out there that just don't want to. Like, I just need a day where I can talk any way I want to and not be judged about how I sound and how I'm saying it. Not being brought back to me about the tone in which I said it. Or how... I And I don't want to say, like, I don't want to hear about anyone's emotions because I never want to hurt anyone's feelings. My conversations with people are not with the intent to be malicious in what I'm saying. The conversations I have with people is meant to have a conversation to talk about current events. How do you feel about them? To talk about feelings sometimes. How are you feeling on this day? How was work that day? Um, Those kind of things. But I find that even with a a common response or response um, to some people's feelings or the way they perceive things is also taken out of context or maybe it's just how they perceived it and I don't even want to say it's out of context that's just how they perceive what what was said at that moment and that's okay and again we have our rights to see things and communicate the way we want but I just find that some days I just don't want to I don't I don't want to be conscientious of how I said it what I said I said what I said and that's how I said it some days is how I'd be I feel like sometimes I know that can be rude or um, be taken in a different way. I don't know. I don't know. Again, um, in society today and in conversations today, you never know. I can say one thing and, and somebody said, you know, you said this and it made me feel horrible. And I was like, wait, that wasn't my intention. All I was trying to do was, you know, talk to you. And it just, that was the best analogy or whatever I can come up with and, yeah, it's, it's like taking all the way left. So yeah, it's just kind of things like that. And I think having conversations with my spouse, with my husband has opened up a lot of that thought in me and, you know, how conversations go with people. And it, again, it made me be more present. It's making me be more present in the conversations that I have inside and outside the house, even with my own children. I am focused on how I am speaking to them and the conversation and the tones and things like that and not saying that we shouldn't be that's not what I'm saying yes we should be because 
you know, just a simple infliction in the voice can change how someone receives the, the message. So I, I'm definitely not saying that I, I don't like being conscientious of what I say, say, but I'm saying that my communication skills um, these days have been hyper-focused on perception and perceivability by somebody else on what it is that's said by way of tone or even vernacular, if that makes sense. I don't even know. Um, but that's just what I'm, I'm, I'm seeing just for the past couple of weeks of having conversations with my, my husband and my, with my dad, um, just how things, how they see me, right? That's another thing too, how people see you. So I'm learning that now a lot. Um, and I can't say that I'm learning it. I'm seeing it now for what it is because I've always known that some of my family members see me in this light, um, which is a workaholic. Um, and I can't change that. I mean, <clears throat> let me not say that I can change that. I am trying to change that and I will be changing that. But it is ingrained in me to be that because of who, just by the very nature of, nature of how I was raised. We was always raised to work for what we want. If we want things, we got to work to pay for it. Don't expect someone to give it to you. So therefore, when I see that I want things and I have a vision in my mind, I'm going to work towards that. My hustle is on. My game is up, right? And um, yeah, I'm finding that now family wants more of my time and wants me to be more present. Now I'm learning how to be more present and in that is communication, right? Um, learning how to communicate what I want and what I need effectively and learning how to listen, right? Because listening is also that other part of communication that we seem to forget and learn how to listen effectively to what the others around us are communicating and how they're communicating and then before respond take a beat and think about it and process it before I respond because so much of what we do we're listening to respond not listen to hear and understand so now I'm retraining myself to listen and understand not to listen to prepare for a response or even have a pre pre-prepared response in mind which is what I think happened with my conversation earlier with my husband, he was had a pre-response set and it was set on repeat, right? Because he's so used to having other people not understanding what it is that he is saying that I understood completely, but he felt he needed to reiterate, um, i.e. man-explain, mansplain it to me, which was not necessary. It was one of those things where, no, I understood, I got it here's what we can do to help so I think that's part of it too he or our significant other or whomever we're having a conversation with as has preset responses in their brain and they're ready to go instead of stopping and actually listening and processing what it is that the other person is trying to convey whether it's via actions or or via communication and I think that's where a lot of things get lost so it's just kind of figuring out that balance um because sometimes that miscommunication just in that moment when you're trying to communicate but you're over communicating leads to further argument and the next thing you know it's blown out of proportion when all I was trying to say is um, 
which restaurant did you want to eat at or what kind of food you want to eat at and it's just it gets blown out of proportion so I you know I think that is what it is um, as I'm talking and processing and communicating with everyone here um, that's that's what I came up with is the fact that uh, he was listening to respond and not listening to understand and I get it because some days I fall short of that too and I'm, I'm ready with a response and because we're always right on the defense right we're always practicing that defense and it's like no we have to let back and just actually listen right listen to what the other person is saying and then from there don't respond right away let it process within you even if you're repeating it in your head what they said or even saying it out loud okay let me hear let me just repeat back what you just said to me that's fine too that's you getting clarity and by you doing that you're stopping yourself from responding because you're processing what they said and repeating what they said now you can take a beat and then respond to what the person has said after you've thought about it and process it that way you're not using those ready-made responses that we have in our head that we use so easily on a day-to-day -day basis right so yeah so that that's pretty much what today's episode was about was communication and having effective communication and over communicating because I find that that is what I'm doing lately over communicating um, and that and it doesn't mean like you're over explaining no just over communicating it, it, it there I, I believe there's a that's a thing I don't know we can ask our psychologist friends I'll call one and see if there's a thing about over communicating maybe I'll have my friend Tony come on and uh, talk about over communication if that's a real thing um, and go from there but yeah so I'm interested to hear what you guys think about that about communication and over communication and if over communication is a possibility um, so with that I'm going to close out because I don't want to keep you too long and uh, go from there so if you guys have any questions for me if you guys have a topic if you even want to be a guest and we want to just talk um, I'm open to that so feel free to reach out to uh, the soulfuleclectic.com and fill out a form and I'll be happy to reach out back back out to you. You can send me an email at the soulfuleclectic.com as well or excuse me dc at the soulfuleclectic.com. Let me give you my right email address and also um, what's that email you can reach me on Facebook is the soulful eclectic or yes and also um yes i do have instagram so the instagram is the period soulful eclectic all right so those are the places where you can reach out and ask your questions whatever they may be and also um thank you again to my sponsors i appreciate you so so much divinenubiaessentials.com collins education research management collinserm.com and also um unapologetically beast and the kingdom restoration so thank you guys so much i greatly appreciate you and your support and also i want to give a huge thank you and shout out to my best friend my sister my my she's like my confidant um nikki love lovelace 
Love you, girl. She is the one singing the beautiful voice on my podcast intro and outro. So thank you. Thank you, Nikki. You are a blessing to me. And I just want you to know that. So with that, I want to say thank you guys for taking the time out to listen. I thoroughly appreciate you and continue to take care of yourself and each other. Namaste.